It's Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and there's something you should know. According to the National Breast Cancer Foundation, one in eight women in the United States develop breast cancer. I'll never forget about 15 years ago, I was at a conference in Washington, D.C., and there was a presentation given by Dr. Angela Lenfranchi. She's a breast surgical oncologist and at the time was a co-director of the Steeplechase Center Cancer Center in New Jersey. Now, Dr. Lanfranchi began her presentation by sharing that during her career, she alone has cut off the breasts of over 10,000 women with breast cancer, just in New Jersey. That day, she said, if men were at risk of having their testicles cut off at the same rate women have their breasts cut off, men would never in a million years do anything that poses such risk of having their own bodily body mutilated. And I have to tell you, 15 years later, this conversation, this presentation still stands out to me. It's one of those topics where our culture is going to ask years from now, did you know? Women are not warned about some of the major leading causes of breast cancer in our culture today. Causes that significantly increase the risk of breast cancer, and that could be avoidable if only women were told. In fact, if a woman has one abortion, many of the studies show that this gives her a 40% increased risk of developing breast cancer than other women of the same age. Ultimately, it's up to women to determine whether or not these risks of contracting breast cancer are worth it. But how can women truly so-called choose if they don't know? People say, well, women should be free to choose even if there are consequences. The problem is is they don't really know what those consequences are. Dr. Angela Lanfranchi, the president of the Breast Cancer Prevention Institute, helps women from developing preventable breast cancer. You can find her work specifically directed toward the medical professionals at bcpinstitute.org. We'll be sure to post links in the show notes for the podcast. I know a lot of men who maybe you're thinking about changing that channel right now, that breast cancer doesn't really affect you. Do you have a mother, a sister, a girlfriend, or even a close friend whose health and well-being you care about? According to the National Breast Cancer Foundation, as I mentioned, one in eight women in the United States have breast cancer. This can impact you and your loved ones very easily. You see, the link between abortion and breast cancer is really, really simple to understand, but we just don't have a basic understanding of the development of the tissue of a woman's breast. So we have to break that down a little bit to see how this is even fathomable to be linked to abortion. Allow me to explain this a little bit. So Dr. Angela Franchi and Joel Bring in the book Breast Cancer Risks and Prevention talk about how there are four types of breast tissue, also referred to as lobules. Those lobules develop in the breast and basically go from being less dense to more dense. Less dense is more cancer vulnerable. More dense is cancer resistant. Now type 1 and 2 lobules are cancer vulnerable until they mature to that type 3 and 4 tissue. Now type 4 tissue lobule as it's called is actually a milk producing lobule that someone would experience when for example they're nursing. Now according to Jay Russo in an article titled Development of the Human Mammary Gland published by Plenum Press 
During pregnancy, a woman's estrogen production essentially increases by about 2,000% by the end of her first trimester. This is the same thing that happens when a woman's on hormonal birth control. So what happens with this is the body's tricked into thinking that it's pregnant when it's on estrogen, the pill. And then when it's pregnant, it is having that actual rise of 2,000% increase in estrogen. Now, this causes type 1 and 2 lobules, breast tissue, to develop in higher quantities at this time during pregnancy or in pseudo-pregnancy when on contraception. This would be why women's breasts are significantly larger during pregnancy or when she's on the pill. Now, during the first half of pregnancy, the breasts will will swell in quantities, large quantities of those type 1 and 2 cancer-vulnerable cells. But then during the latter part of pregnancy, going into those 30 weeks and even further, The lobules actually continue to develop into cancer-resistant cells, type 3 and 4. And it's fascinating because people just don't realize something that I'll never forget. One doctor, Dr. Gerard Nadal, said he's a molecular microbiologist, and he put it beautifully. He said, mom gives life to a baby, and the baby gives life to the mother to protect the mother. The mother gives life to that child, accepting that child, allowing that child to be given birth to, and caring for the baby. In the meantime, the baby gives life to the mother in return. The mother now has cancer-resistant cells that would otherwise be more cancer-vulnerable. In the meantime, we could talk about how induced abortion of the child actually stops the breast tissue from developing where they're at, leaving high levels of type 1 and 2 cancer-vulnerable cells. Now, you might be thinking if perhaps you've had a miscarriage in the past that you might be vulnerable. Well, actually, miscarriage for the most part does not increase a woman's risk of breast cancer because most miscarriages are due to low levels of estrogen that aren't sufficient or other hormones in pregnancy for supporting the life of the baby in the womb, yet alone producing type 1 and 2 lobules in that lot higher quantity. So you can see the difference between a breast from um, in, in someone who's gone through an abortion versus someone who's had a miscarriage. It's so important that we understand that when a, a abortion or even a birth is induced prior to 32 weeks, this more than doubles the risk of breast cancer for, for a woman. Given that one in four women in the United States have abortions, don't you think they should be aware of the increased risk of breast cancer? It's so important. And we, if we were to even look at various countries such as Poland and formerly Ireland, where abortion was not accessible we see much, much lower breast cancer rates. In fact, Poland had the lowest breast cancer rates for all of Europe. And Ireland had the lowest rate in the world up until when they legalized abortion. And it'll be interesting to see how those numbers change.